Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. It is Friday. Happy Friday to all of you watching here on the grid. As we get ready to take a look at the New York Mets, we'll preview them from a fantasy baseball perspective. Also, the latest news and notes, of course, of the NFL. It is March Madness as well, Davis. And the Players' Championship showing some very intriguing results. As you talked about last week, this is going to be a difficult golf course to play. Uh, you know, some players, I, I think some of the big names, Davis, may not even make the cut going into the weekend as well. So, Maybe another long shot winner this week. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, right now there are three guys tied for first. One of them pretty close to a uh, a household name in the world of golf, Victor Hovland. Then two guys who literally, I mean, I love professional golf and I have never heard of Chad Ramey. And I'm not super familiar with the work of Ben Griffin either. Uh, it is, I mean, look, it's definitely one of those golf courses where anybody can hit in the water. Justin Thomas hasn't seen a putt drop. Uh, all week. I mean, it's uh, it's a tough golf course out there. Yeah, definitely is. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep an eye on that this week. Well, I'll have updates for you coming up two o'clock Eastern on Newswire. We'll probably get some cut information at that time as well. All right, let's get to our headlines. Of course, uh, you're watching Sports Grid because you're watching for March Madness. And naturally, our coverage will continue all weekend long with the conference tournaments coming to a head this weekend. Bill Self, by the way, going to miss the rest of the Big 12 tournament. He was uh, put in the ER on uh, Wednesday night, but they announced that he's going to miss the rest of that. We'll see what his status is for the NCAA tournament coming up. By the way, Houston Texans, they're fined over $175,000. They've lost a fifth-round pick for salary cap violations dating back to last year. Not a big surprise here, but basketball Hall of Famer who had a tough time at Georgetown the last couple of years, Patrick Ewing, has been let go after six seasons as the head coach there, former Hoya player as well. And uh, Kevin Durant yesterday, MRI revealed uh, Davis, his ankle injury going to keep him out, not a week or two, but maybe even longer than that. So there's certainly a chance we have seen the last of the regular season for Kevin Durant. And um, boy, just a lot of injuries from him over the last few years, too. I, I just, you know, the, the, the easy narrative is just to say he'll come back, he'll be fine, and then they'll play in the playoffs and he'll play well. But as we've seen before with Durant teams, it's just not that easy to do. No, and, you know, it's really what's what's just kind of happened is, is it feels like it's compounded ever since he had that Achilles injury with the Golden State Warriors. He just has had a continued series of lower body injuries, right? I mean, he's had he's had ankle, he's had knees, had hamstring, he's had all this stuff as both a member, uh, really, well, I guess as a member of the Brooklyn Nets, he's been in, he's been out. He came back in the middle of a playoff series, got hurt in a playoff series. You right. know, uh, everyone, everyone remembers that, James Harden and Kyrie Irving got injured by the end of that crazy buck series where if Kevin Durant was a size 13 instead of a size 15 shoe, the Nets probably end up beating the Bucks and advancing to the next round. And who knows what would have happened at that point once Harden and Kyrie had gotten healthy. It just, yeah, it does feel, I don't know, like some, you know, I don't, I don't believe in curses and, and things like that, but just bad vibes around Kevin Durant's lower body ever since that Achilles injury in the NBA finals. Yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of vibes, what are the vibes going on right now, Davis, with the Miami Dolphins? They've restructured a couple of contracts this morning, including Tyree Kill. They've converted his salary into a bonus. That freed up a little money. They've cut Byron Jones. That's freed up a little money. 
I mean, I guess the Dolphins could just simply attack defense in free agency. That would make sense. But naturally, everyone is speculating other things, uh, Davis, as you know, too. Well, and they should be. I mean, look, I, I for a long time, uh, this program, other programs, I've been like, I think two is a little bit better than people think. This is actually true. You would, it would be shocking. Tua was the number two player in all of football last year and expected points added, which, which sounds crazy. And obviously a huge part of that is adding Tyreek Hill. A huge part of that is Mike McDaniel's offense. But I think Tua is a pretty good NFL quarterback and, and a valuable asset and resource as he's still on his rookie contract for two more seasons. Now, all that being said, the head injuries with Tua, it's, it's a real concern at this point. But I mean, honestly, if I'm Tua... I'm like, it seems crazy to me that he is it, 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 you not pondering a retirement or or some sort of move at all because, like, I don't know, man. It just there's such a chance of of your the rest of your life being ruined by these head injuries, and I think the Dolphins are probably cognizant of that in making these decisions. But also, you know, if you can get, it's like you know, Aaron Rodgers, right? He's pretty pretty good. There are other guys out there who I think are probably better than Tua, basically. Yeah, and they're going to attack a backup position for sure, but it's just interesting to see all the speculation going on with them with all the cuts. You know, is it Lamar Jackson that they're really after? And and who really knows? And Tua, I know, has been working on judo or some other stuff to learn how to fall better. I guess that's what I saw right. you know, going on this offseason. But, you know, no, no doubt still a long way to go in the offseason. But, of course, a long way to go till we get to the regular season of baseball. Today is March 10th. I don't know. Some people feel like opening days around the corner. Is it really? I don't know. It still feels like we have uh, about three weeks to go here. World Baseball Classic. A lot of the players are playing in that. Some of the huge games going on right now. And then the big schedule begins in both Arizona and Florida this weekend. And a lot of players on the New York Mets are uh, playing in the World Baseball Classic. So anybody going to see their spring training games probably looking at that scorecard, Davis, like, wait a second here. Who, you know, who, who we got here? Because all these guys are not playing. But coming up next, Gray Albright is going to join us from Rasball. We're going to preview the Mets. We'll take a look at what their prospects are in terms of fantasy for 2023 and a whole lot more. So make sure you stay with us. Smarter to be on Sports Grade here on this Friday. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock, our preview of the New York Mets. One team every day from a fantasy baseball perspective. We preview it and just so happened today landed on the Mets. So we'll preview that next. We'll be right back after this. Let's go right. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. We're joined by Gray Albright of Razball. For those of you getting ready for your fantasy baseball drafts, of course, Razball, a fantastic site to help you prep for either a draft or an auction or anything else. Gray and I participated last week in the League of Alternative Baseball Reality Draft. Gray was there in person. I was supposed to be there in person. But I was walking down the street, and then just some random monkey came up to me and hit me with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what happened. 
<laughs> I tested positive and I couldn't go. But anyway, Gray is with us here as well. And we're going to preview the New York Mets here on the show today. Gray, sorry I didn't see you last week, but I, I feel like at least I see you on here. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I was upset not to see you as well, but you didn't really miss anything. <laughs> Being honest, it's just a draft. You, you were fine. I, uh, know, I know, but I like, I like kibitzing and hanging out with everybody, and <laughs> I didn't get to do that. It was a real big bummer. But uh, regardless of that, let's let's take a, a look, uh, gentlemen, here at the lineup for the New York Mets. And, you know, certainly I want, Gray, your opinion on, on who you like from this list in the NFBC, and Davis, you, of course, well as well. Uh, now, now a lot of these players are not with the team right now because they got the World Bank. I mean, we're looking at the Mets lineups today. It's just a disaster across the board. But but here are the players that are supposed to play opening day for the Mets. This is not a disaster. This is a great team. Uh, Brandon Nimbo signs a mega contract. He's a top 200 player. I love Starling Marte. He's making his spring debut today. His ADP is 82. Lindor is a late second, third round pick. Pete Alonso after his year last year. He's a uh, early second round pick this year. Jeff McNeil is back in the top 200 after his year last year. Kind of feel like Daniel Vogelbach is part of a platoon, maybe with Tommy Pham and some others. So he's a late round pick. Mark Hanha uh, didn't have the year I think a lot of people wanted him to, but still not a bad player. Eduardo Escobar gets lucky that Correa is not there, so he gets his job back. And then Omar Nevaez's ADP is 500. All right, great. So I'll start with you here. Uh, you know, any any Mets in particular you think in draft season going too low, too high? And, you know, they, they spent so much money, but it's kind of like they brought their same team back except for Verlander this year. So I'm wondering what your thoughts on them. Yeah, no, I, I think, honestly, the Mets are really good. <laughs> I, I don't know when the last time I said that. Uh, it probably been a long time, but the Mets are a great team. As you mentioned, like, from top to bottom, I really like the lineup. Uh, for ADP-wise, I mean, you can't really go wrong with a lot of them. I think Sterling Marte might be on the wrong side of 30 for his speed. So he's going at 82 overall. It's not a bad price, to be totally honest. It's not the kind of guy I would draft just because of, you know, the speed. You start to lose speed as you get older, and he's always been a speed first guy. So I'm kind of out on him. Brandon Nemo is actually going at 170 overall. I think he's a great value. He's like an easy 100 runs, uh, not bad on power. He's got speed, but he doesn't really uh, steal bases, which is unfortunate. He hits for a good average, kind of a, a solid four-category guy going at 170 overall. And Jeff McNeil is very similar. I mean, either of those guys could lead off. I think it is going to be Nemo because he's got a good on-base percentage, but McNeil is also a very a solid average bet. I, I really kind of like Mark Kenha as well. Like he's going as late as 400 overall. Not for every league, obviously. Not going to be great in a shallow league. But in a deeper sure. league, he's going to play every day. He's got great – he's got a solid average, which is not – you know, around the league, I think last year's major league average – for batting average was like 248. So it's not easy to find good batting averages anymore. So yeah, Mark Kenha is another guy. I actually even like Francisco Alvarez, uh, Brett Batty, guys who are prospects who aren't necessarily in the opening day lineup, but will come up soon. So yeah, it's a great lineup. It is a great lineup, though. The one thing I would uh, really like to see is I would just love a season where Daniel Vogelbach got 400 plate appearances again he got 400 plate appearance 462 actually in 2019 he had 30 home runs i and and power has still you know with i mean i guess unless you're aaron judge and you get to get the uh the golden baseball at all of your at all of your big games power still pretty <laughs> scarce we we think steals we think speed is actually probably going to be a little bit less scarce so power only guys as opposed to speed only guys have really gained some value it, it you know remains to be seen what the Mets do at DH and if Vogelbach is is scuffling at all they're just going to bring someone else in or not play him they're they're deep on the bench they have other options but yeah if he gets 400 plate appearances you're getting 25 home runs and he is stone free like you get him in the reserve rounds yeah they signed Tommy Pham I, I feel like he'll be a part of this in in some way uh, going into the season and uh, you know you you mentioned Davis Agreed did too Brett Beatty the Mets will not be, you know, afraid to bring him up. Service time, who cares? 
Francisco Alvarez is the real deal. They could bring him up at some point. Who cares too? So, you know, stack from beginning to end, and then in July they're going to get players too. No question about it. So this Mets lineup, no doubt, as good as it has been in years. Now, the starting pitching staff took a little bit of a hit with the news that Jose Quintana is going to be out for a little while. So this rotation right now here on paper, a little bit thinner than it was maybe a week ago. So let's take a look at the starting pitching, and it's led by the two future Hall of Famers in Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. Uh, Verlander basically going late third, and this is the lowest Scherzer has gone in a fantasy draft in a long time. I mean, he's, his ADP is 50. This guy was like a first-round pick, then a second-round pick, then a third-round pick, but he's getting older. He's falling. Now, I've heard some unbelievable things about this guy, Kodai Senga. Uh, now, whether or not this guy is, is legit, I don't know, but I want to expand the conversation on him for sure. He's in the top 200 right now. And then Carlos Carrasco, who was very up and down last year, his ADP is 300. And the Mets were talking about using six guys, but without uh, – you know, Quintana, I don't see that. So it's either David Peterson or you know, they have a couple of other options there. But Gray, Senga is the really interesting one here. He's got about seven different pitches. He hasn't looked fantastic thus far in the spring. A little bit wild, that's for sure. But Gray, historically speaking, from a fantasy perspective, it does seem like when the guys come over from Asia and we've got a long list of them, they're usually unbelievable in the first year. And then all of a sudden, the major leaguers have seen them, and then they got the video, and then they start, you know, not being as good as they were before. And I wonder if that will be the case with Senga. So it's like a Dynasty League thing, count me out. But for one year, I think this ADP may be a little bit too low. Yeah, no, I think so too. I think the uh, the least familiar uh, hitters are going to be with Senga, the better off Senga is going to be. Because like you said, he's got, he's a little bit wild. And uh, I, I'm not sure if uh, most people listening uh, know, but uh, the Japanese ball that they use over in the ball they use over in Japan is slightly smaller than the ball they use over in the U.S. So you know the grip is a little bit different. You know, for a major league baseball player, these little things matter. You know, for one of us picking up the two different balls, we probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference, but they obviously can tell. So if his grip is a little bit off, his command wasn't great in uh, Japan. So there's a chance he is wild. So I, you know, I want to couch all optimism, but I do really like him because I do agree that there's a chance when he's unfamiliar with the hitters, they might be swinging at balls they don't necessarily know are going to be balls because his ghost fork ball is just outrageous, unhittable. Really excited to see him. Yeah, I'm also very excited to see him. I know I will. I will be buying him at ADP for sure, Craig. Yeah, no doubt. And when you think, I mean, again, Hiroki Kuroda and Daisuke Matsuzaka. I mean, there's a long, long list. Hunjin Ryu of, of guys that immediately have success, and then it's like, ugh, you know, we're just not so sure after that. And then, of course, a closer. They have the top closer in fantasy baseball in in Edwin Diaz, but uh, Gray is not a subscriber to the the big closer. I know Davis isn't either, so we could just. Skip over that. Greg, it's great to see you here again on the show. We'll continue our preview again with you next week. Thanks again for coming on. Good to see you guys. All right, Gray Albright of Razzball with us here on the program. Coming up next, a surprise winner last week on the NASCAR circuit. What will that mean for this week? We'll go over the daily fantasy pricing as Jim Sanis joins us next here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. It's time for us to preview the upcoming race this weekend, United Rentals 500. Daily Fantasy over on FanDuel. Jim Sanis joins us from FanDuel and Number Fire to preview the race this weekend. Hey, Jim, great to have you back here on the show. Surprise winner last week uh, on the circuit. William Byron ends up taking it. I wonder uh, what will be in store for us this week. Yeah, a bit bummed about that because after practice on Saturday, Byron was crazy, crazy fast. And I showed value in my model to bet Byron, but I also showed value on Kyle Larson and Ross Chastain. And I chose wrong. Uh, I decided to bet. Actually, it was uh, Larson and Alex Bowman, his two teammates. I bet Larson, bet Bowman. They both finished second and third. They did not win. William Byron won. So I chose wrong, Craig. I'm kicking myself for that, but hopefully we can uh, play things better this weekend. There's practice tonight out in Phoenix on Ooh. Friday night. So going to try to react better to that this time, and hopefully I pick right uh, if we're showing value on a couple of guys. All right, so let's take a look at the pricing over on FanDuel for the race this weekend. Get a little familiar with the course as well. We've got Joey Logano. He is the top-priced player at 14000 this week. Ryan Blaney is at thirteen five. Kyle Larson is at thirteen. Kyle Busch, 12 this week. Martin Truex Jr. at 12. And Kevin Harvick, eleven five going into the race this weekend. All right, Jim, so tell us a little bit about the course and sort of maybe what we can expect. Yeah, so they're in Phoenix this weekend, and Phoenix is a one-mile racetrack, uh, so it's a short flat track, and typically short track, short flat tracks are the most predictable tracks in the circuit because they have fewer incidents, so fewer issues, fewer ways things can go wrong, and you typically see the cream rise to the top. The problem is that for this week, it's a new package for the short tracks where they're taking the spoiler down to two inches and taking away some of the stuff under the body of the car try to make racing better than it was on this track type last year, the first year of the next gen car. So it's a different package, which means we don't really know what to expect in terms of who will have the best cars this weekend. I think we can make a good guess based on looking at who has been good at these short flat tracks previously. It's still the same driver, still the same tracks, but the new package does add in a lot of variability. So Craig, I'm going to put a lot of value in practice uh, for tonight and deciding, okay, who was good over the five and 10 lap averages and put a lot of weight in that. Because if you don't game plan well, don't sim well for this race, you're going to be playing from behind, playing catch up. And that could take the entire race to get there. So if you're fast Friday, you're probably going to be fast Sunday as well. So that's where I want to put a lot of value in practice for Friday night. The guys will be watching closely, most closely in practice are Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. Blaney, $13,500. He has been outstanding on this track type. Blaney is actually showing as a, a betting value in my model to win this race. I haven't bet that yet because, again, I'm worried about practice and seeing how things unload, but Blaney is there for a reason. He's been fantastic in Phoenix recently. In the past couple of years, he's led 30-plus laps in all four Phoenix races. Last year, led 100-plus in, in both the races. I think he had the best car during the Phoenix race uh, for the championship race, but kind of hung out behind his teammate Joey Logano, let Logano win because Logano was trying to win the championship, and he did. So Blaney, being good sport, being good teammate, I think he had the best car during the spring as well. So Blaney, to me, is the most interesting guy in the field at $13,500. Truex hasn't been as good um, at Phoenix specifically recently, but he had a lot of speed in Richmond last year. He's been good in, in New Hampshire, good in Martinsville as well. He's down at $12,000. I think that's a very fair number for a guy who is on a very good team, has been very good on this track type. So to me, Craig, I want to put a lot of value in practice on Friday night. And the guys I'll be watching most closely there are Ryan Blaney and Martin Trix, hoping they have a lot of speed right when they unload Friday night. Yeah, and, and that will be the key. So folks, you got to watch that uh, coming up here tonight. And then make sure you follow Jim on Twitter at Jim Sanis. He'll tweet out all of the 
latest information, go to number fire, simulating the races as well. So very important event happening tonight before you make your picks for the weekend. Let's take a look at some of the second tier pricing, see if we can maybe get a discount somewhere here. We got Ross Chastain. He is priced at 11000 on FanDuel, followed by Denny Hamlin at ten five. Christopher Bell with a good week last week. He is at 10000 this week. William Byron, there he is at 9500 Chase Briscoe at nine. Alex Bowman at 8500 So we talked a little bit more about Byron. Is there anyone else that we should be focused on here? Yeah, I think the guys right above him, Denny Hamlin and Christopher Bell, are very intriguing. Hamlin has a pretty good history at Phoenix. He's been very good on the short flat tracks because – He's Denny Hamlin. He's good everywhere. So I think he makes a lot of sense. Christopher Bell last year started to show some of the dominance he showed in the Xfinity series on the short flat tracks. You get him in good equipment, get him experience in those cars. He's going to run pretty well. The one concern I have with Bell is that at the beginning of last year, when they were in the next gen car for the first time, he was spinning a lot, um, had a lot of issues. And I'm not sure if that'll happen again here with the lower spoilers. I have a lot of faith in him. He won Martinsville, pretty good in Phoenix as well. So I think that Bell at $10,000, very interesting. Hamlin at 10.5, his teammate is right there as well. So to me, the two Joe Gibbs racing cars at 10.5 and 10,000 are the most interesting guys for me in the field this week in this mid-range. If you want to look for some value plays this week, I've got my eye most closely on Eric Almarola. Almarola is $7,500. And Almarola is always a, a beast on the short flat tracks compared to what he does rel- usually. Uh, it's the one spot he has won in a non-super speedway. He won New Hampshire a couple years ago. Last year on the short flat tracks, finished inside the top 10 pretty often. Hasn't been as good in Phoenix. Uh, that's been the one track where he hasn't been as good. If you look from the start of 2020 on, he has 10 top 10 finishes and 20 races on this track type. But only one of those has come in Phoenix. But he's finished 11th, 12th, and 13th on this track uh, in that span. In the past 10 races at Phoenix with Stuart Haas Racing, Almirola has five top 10 finishes. So not his best track on this track type, but still a decent one for him. He's $7,500. I think that Almirola could be a really good salary saver for this week. Right beneath him, Brad Keselowski, 7,000. Austin Sindrick, 68. Keselowski and RFK Racing seemed to really gain on the short flat tracks as the season went along last year. And he finished well in Martinsville, got disqualified eventually, but he had a good good car there. He and Chris Buescher ran well in Richmond. So I do like Keselowski. Sindrick at 68, kind of a bet on equipment, but also in the Xfinity Series, he won twice at Phoenix. He also was runner-up in uh, one of those races. So do like him and Ty Gibbs, again, just kind of betting on uh, the team there as well. For a super value play, Chris Buescher's $5,800. I mentioned before RFK Racing improving on this track type as last year went along. Not Busher's best track by any means, but if they have made gains in the offseason, I think that Busher could be interesting there at 58. So uh, I like Hamlin and Bell in the mid-tier, but then for value plays, Busher at 58, uh, Ty Gibbs at 65, Cindric 68, Keselowski 7,000, Albarola, the main guy I'm focusing on, the value tier, at $7,500. All right, so there we go. And uh, follow Jim Sanis on Twitter, at Jim Sanis, of course. His work over at Number Fire, simulating all of these races. Uh, okay, so after this week, where, where are we headed next week? What are we previewing next week? They're heading to Atlanta, which is a, a new configuration. Last year was their first year using it as kind of like a quasi-super speedway where there's some drafting. The Cup Series is a different package. So it's kind of like a blend between a mile-and-a-half track and a super speedway. So if you enjoy Daytona, you will like Atlanta because it's a very similar brand of racing. I get way too anxious during Daytona, so I'm not as big of a fan. But uh, it is pretty fun from a daily fantasy perspective, at least, because you can guys get make, get guys to make passes, work their way through traffic, finish pretty well. So it's fun for DFS, not fun uh, if you just can't handle that kind of like racing, which I can't. But uh, hopefully it'll still be fun regardless, despite the fact it is nerve-wracking for sure. And it is, I believe, all three series, the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, and Cup Series racing in Atlanta next week. All right, Jim. Thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Enjoy all the NASCAR, golf, uh, baseball, college hoops, everything else. Then we'll see you again next week. Thanks again. Looking forward to it, Craig. Thank you very much. Talk to you then. All right. Jim Sanders with us. Let's bring uh, Davis back in. Davis, we do have, uh, you know, one bit of interesting, uh, you know, news and notes from the NFL. I mean, if I would have told you two years ago, you know, after last year, I think it's expected. If I would have told you two years ago, Adam Thielen would not have a home, you'd be like, what? Adam Thielen? Top five receiver, fantasy football, catches the ball, 100 catches, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson clearly 
the number one guy, probably the number one guy in, in the entire NFL. But uh, it was reported today that Thielen going to be let go, Davis, and going to be looking for a, a winning situation. I know he's on my Dynasty League team. I mean, I guess I could wait this out, but I'm not that optimistic. Yeah, I mean, this he's probably going to sign a pretty small one-year non-guaranteed maybe maybe it'll be an option for for two years something like that if he plays pretty well but this feels like i mean look maybe he goes to kansas city maybe he goes to buffalo buffalo is actually loved to bring in these older guys they brought in uh you know john brown was on the roster Mm -hmm. last year emmanuel sanders was on the roster the year before they have brought in some of these veteran guys i also wonder if tyler boyd might be wanting a bigger paycheck than he's getting with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I actually think Adam Thielen would be a pretty good fit there. But I mean, look, the, I, I actually think even more so than the quarterback craziness, you know, musical chairs, carousel, whatever you want to call it. I actually think wide receiver is a bigger need for a lot of these teams because I, I mean, I think one thing we clearly know now in a way that we didn't five, 10 years ago is even the best quarterbacks, right? Even Tom Brady, even Aaron Rodgers, these guys cannot succeed throwing to jabronis, right? So I actually think Thielen might have a little bit more of a market than a 33-year-old wide receiver who hasn't had 1,000 yards since 2018. It's probably better than you'd think. All right. Well, we will see. We'll keep you updated, of course, next week. A big free agency week for us here on the show. We're probably going to get a lot of clarity uh, before we get to the NCAA tournament on where everyone is headed. March is a great month and a very busy month for us here at Sports Grid. That's for sure. All right, coming up next, it's time for some fantasy or reality. Kevin Durant, now what kind of impact will he have on the Phoenix Suns moving forward? We will ask that question, also touch on more questions for some fantasy reality, and then the Sports Grid 60. Also, do not forget, you can follow us on Twitter. We'll tell you more about how and why you should be doing that right after the break. This is Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Make sure you are following us on social media. Here's how you do it. At Sports Grid, at Sports Grid TV. Latest news, notes, information, picks against the spread. Maybe a money line, maybe a parlay. Follow us on Twitter and find out this weekend for the conference tournament championships. That's at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV. Well, Davis, the news for the Yankees just keeps on getting worse. Yesterday was Carlos Rodon. Today, it is Harrison Bader with an oblique strain, and I'm not seeing a grade diagnosis here, so I can't really say how long this is going to be, but if I know anything about an oblique strain, opening day is definitely in question, that's for sure, and somebody that they're counting on big time going into the year, so that trade that the Yankees made there, 
You know, certainly uh, Montgomery is doing a great job for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Yankees are hoping Bader can play. Yeah, I mean, that is, uh, I was just thinking, like, when I when I heard about this injury, like, what an absolutely strange transaction that was. I mean, I think what we all sort of determined at the time was the Yankees thought they were getting, I don't remember the name of the pitcher. They thought they were getting another pitcher, right? There was, there was a guy who was on a bad team last year, and he was going to get traded and then ended up not. Because the Yankees needed pitching out more than they needed, like, a defense-first outfielder. Um, I mean, Harrison Bader, uh, you know, absolutely no disrespect. He, uh, he actually lived in one of my friend's buildings here in St. Louis and, and, uh, they would see him around. Seems like a, a nice fella, no disrespect, but he is a, a defense first outfielder who has never hit more than 16 home runs in a season. Uh, you know, career 317 on base percent. Like he's a, he's a good player, but don't, I, I don't know, Craig, when you think of the Yankees, don't you think of like their nine hole hitter would be the cleanup hitter on another team. You know, that to me, that is just like the Yankees aura. And it, it is a bit strange in this new world of baseball with the, you know, I mean, the Dodgers are, I guess, what the Yankees used to be, where every great player, if they want a big fat paycheck, they can go play for the Dodgers. Like, it's strange to have that balance. And then the Astros are the best team, you know, like, and that that's weird too. Yeah, Padres now are the team that, and the Mets. I mean, listen, there's a lot of True. other teams that are spending a lot of money out there as well. But look, at the time, it did feel like desperation for sure. But now those trades, both play, both players, it looks like that the Yankees got trades in at the deadline last year in Frankie Montas and Harrison Bader, not to mention the player they signed in Carlos Rodon. They may not have all three of those guys ready for opening day next year so or this year so we will see but that's just coming out about 15 minutes ago on uh, on harrison bader all right now it's time for some fantasy or reality well unfortunately unequivocally we've talked more about kevin durant for things not actually on the basketball court than on the basketball court over the last at least two years, at least. Whether it's been injuries or trades or social media or something else, the guy who is going to be a first ballot basketball Hall of Famer has just been going through it, really, over the last few years, honestly, since he got to Brooklyn, as it, as it would appear. Uh, now, after having an MRI yesterday on his, on his sprained ankle that he suffered before the game, you know, Phoenix didn't really say anything after it, but now it's revealed he's going to be out two to three weeks. And, and folks, that is the rest of the regular season in the National Basketball Association or close to it. So I guess the question becomes fantasy reality, Davis. Kevin Durant will play another game for the Suns before the, the playoffs. Now, now they're making the playoffs, that's for sure. But can he even get in a game before that? And if not, I mean, should we be, even be 100% sold that in the first series he's going to play? Second series? I mean, we've been through this already before with him. Uh, no, no, he's definitely not going to play in the regular season. This is, uh, this is a pretty easy fantasy. I think the the question you would have to have. So right now, uh, the Suns are sitting at 47 and 35. That has them ahead of the Warriors. They are a couple games back of the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies are seven and 14 in their last 21 games. John Morant is suspended. Um, Brandon Clark, their backup center, backup power forward, ruptured his Achilles. Steven Adams is going to be out for a month. They are, the Grizzlies are, are tumbling down the standings right now. The only team that is unassailable and at, at any point in the standings is the Denver Nuggets. So I actually think the Suns are getting a smidge lucky here in the sense that their big competition for the third and the fourth seed are not playing particularly well. The Grizzlies are playing poorly. The Warriors Craig, the Warriors are 9 and 24. 9 and 24 on the road this season. It's like one of the most unbelievable things. It it just it it almost sounds like made up. They cannot win games on the road. The Mavericks continue to have a losing record after trading a first round pick for Kyrie Irving. That seems insane. The Timberwolves are are 500 after trading away seven first round picks. Like just what a bizarre year in the Western Conference. All of that is to say I think the number one thing the Sun should be focusing on is not sweating, seeding. It should simply be getting Kevin Durant able to play basketball in the playoffs. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, and getting him with his teammates to see what he could look like. Yeah, this is fantasy. He's not going to play. And, and and again, would he even play in a first round? Who even knows? Like, this is just 
an impossible thing to know. So I got to guess, and, and I'll say fantasy here, but I just remember the last time that they tried to get those guys back on the court all together for the playoffs at the same time, it was a disaster. So, I mean, Phoenix was good without them anyway. Obviously, this makes them much better. They're still the favorites, by the way, to win. But this Western Conference is the conference of nobody is no is the conference of nobody wants it right now. That's for sure. By the way, opening this door for Denver like they have never had before. Boy, Denver better come out of this uh, West very good this year. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I got fantasy here. Yeah, I got the same. All right, Odell Beckham Jr. is the story that keeps on giving over the last year or two. Signing late, playing great in the Super Bowl, getting hurt. Issues on a plane. I think we remember that from last year, too. Who is he going to sign with? Is it going to be the Giants? Is it going to be the Cowboys? Signed with nobody, Davis. Didn't play. Didn't play down the entire year. And and here we go again. He's a free agent now. Says he's 100% healthy. And when free agency officially opens, there is a lot of speculation that he's going to sign quick this time. And he's not going to wait it out. But we will see about that. Fantasy reality, Davis. Odell Beckham Jr., top 20 fantasy wide receiver this season. I think that'd require him to play a lot of games, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, I I would say even if we made this question top 20 wide receiver in fantasy points per game, I got no chance. Um cuz like I guess if you're looking at it, okay, where would he go where he would get enough volume, you know, where he would get let's say eight and a half targets per game or something in order to generate those stats. Well, I mean, I'm not really I'm not really seeing that marriage with a good quarterback the one spot that i think is pretty interesting and i don't think this is going to happen but it would be the baltimore ravens where they figure it out with lamar they get him in on the tag or whatever they have this new offensive coordinator todd munkin who just won two national championships in a row with georgia was very successful uh you know basically making baker mayfield look like a really good quarterback at his time in cleveland before they moved on from him he's got a long track record of success I, I think it could happen there, but I, I think if he signs with Dallas, if he signs with Kansas City, if he signs with Buffalo, it will be with an understanding that you're signing on this roster to help us win playoff games. We're, we don't need you to catch 110 balls this season. You know, that's not really what it's for. So I got I got fantasy here. I think that uh, I think Odell will probably be a pretty good complimentary wide receiver this upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, I said this guy would score a single touchdown when he came back. Boy, was I wrong about that. He played great. So I'll double down on that. I'll say fantasy. I still am very curious where where this guy's going to end up because wherever he does, it becomes a big story. Still a very popular player, uh, let's be honest. Is there a chance, you know, maybe he could go to New Orleans and play with Derek Carr? That's one thing that has been speculated a little bit here. Maybe, you know, some sort of indoor place for him. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, this is fantasy. He's not going to be a top 20 guy. Come on. I mean, that's uh, you got to play 15, 16 games in order to do that. Beckham hasn't done that in how long? Three years. Uh, all right. Finally here, new movie coming out here, which is interesting. Got a lot of add, add to this as well. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence going to be in a new movie. Jennifer Lawrence, one of the great actresses right now, for sure. And the movie is called No Hard Feelings. There's a trailer out there. Apparently, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you know, struggling in life in some way cheating on husbands, ex-husbands, based on the trailer that I watched. The guy sent it to me this morning, so I watched it. I, I would need to, you know, have a little bit more context of the other movies. Hopefully Davis has this. Fantasy reality, <laughs> no hard feelings, will be the comedy of the summer. Fantasy reality. Um, You know what? I actually think it will be, Craig, because you know what this is? This is the return of something that uh, kids today, Craig, they have no idea. They didn't watch uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. They didn't watch Superbad. They didn't watch Knocked Up. You know, these. I, 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 the, only, the only term you could have for them would be uh, like raunchy mid-2000s comedies, right? Where it was like the, the plot totally contrived. It just exists as a vehicle for jokes and hijinks and for Judd Apatow. I don't know who's writing this movie actually would not surprise me if it was a Judd Apatow movie. And in fact, I probably would be more likely to go see it, to go to the movie theater, if I knew that this was Steve Carell and Judd Apatow and all those guys, you know, just basically having a laugh. Because we don't, Craig, we don't make these movies anymore. The only movies that get made now are roughly independent movies with small budgets, you know, $4 million, uh, you know, $10 million budgets or whatever, or 
massive franchises. What is everything that comes out now? It's all it's a franchise. It's a sequel. Yeah. It's a prequel. It's uh you know it's a Marvel movie. It's a Star Wars. It's uh Lord. It, there's there's gonna be a Lord of the Rings cinematic universe. It's just there's an Avatar. There's we're, we have nine Avatar sequels coming. Those are the only things that get made now. So I actually I hope this movie does really well. I hope this movie makes a ton of money because I just. I like sequels. I like cinematic universes, but I don't want that to be the only thing that is driving film production in Hollywood. So I, I, I'm going with a very hopeful reality here. I'm going to say fantasy, and I just have to believe something else will be out that I have not heard about yet. I guess that's that's the thing. That's the problem is that I'm just not fully familiar with the list of movies that's coming out. But I will add that in all of this solitary time, Davis, that I have had, and there's been a lot of it, man. I'm on like day six here. I had no idea. Uh, I, I take it back. I was aware of Jennifer Lawrence's movies in the Hunger Games, but that's my, my, my thing right now here. That's what I'm going through. I don't know if you've seen these movies, the Hunger Games, but I saw the first one. I got through the second one, and I guess there's a couple of more. But uh, I, I guess those were the first real movies that Jennifer Lawrence did. I, I honestly did not even realize how, how big they are. But they're on Netflix, and you know me. I'm just sitting here hopping in movies. Yeah, uh, so I've not, I've not seen those, actually. I really am not Pretty familiar good. with Jennifer Lawrence much at all. Yeah, I mean, they got, they got great reviews. Um, she, was in, she was in one of the superhero movies. Uh, I want to say the Fantastic Four Potentially, I mean, everyone's in. Everyone's in the superhero movies now. But it, she, uh, I would say, she seems pretty personable, pretty likable, pretty good actable. Actress. Anything I've yeah. I've seen of her, yeah, good good actress, yeah. So I, I, you know what, I'm gonna commit to this. I'm gonna go see this movie, and I hope it does well. There you go, Davis committed to a movie. How about that? That's uh, you don't hear that very often. So Dave, so I won't commit. What I'll do is I'll have Davis see it for me, and then tell me how it is because you know me. That's what I do. I wait for the reviews to come out before this sort of stuff, unless I'm stuck, and then I got the remote going. All right, we got to take a quick time out here on the show. When we come back next, it's time for the Sports Grid 60. So stay on the grid for that. Then, of course, early line coming your way at noon Eastern. I'm back with you at 2 o'clock Eastern with a full look at the college basketball weekend right here on Newswire on Sports Grid. So stay with us here on the grid. we got one more time out here on the Friday, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. March Madness begins next week. Make sure you tune in for a selection show on Sunday. And then, of course, the madness all next week. Let's turn it over to Davis before the madness begins. Here's today's Sports Grid 60. So there's a, there's a name out there, Craig, that I really haven't heard discussed much at all in, in all of this quarterback stuff. And that is one Mr. 
Jared Goff, who by the old standards of the NFL, when he signed this contract extension he's on right now, real overpaid, right? Oh my gosh, you're giving Jared Goff $150 million? Now, paying Jared Goff $30 million to be your quarterback? I mean, that's outside of the top 20 quarterback contracts in the league. That's less than Geno Smith. That's less than Derek Carr. Jared Goff is at least as good as Derek Carr. I mean, was better that he was top 10 in the league in, in EPA last year. So I wonder if actually Jared Goff is now on an attractive contract, if there is a trade out there that nets the Lions, one of these rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Goff ends up on a winning team next year. I, I, I've not heard anyone throw that out, but it is interesting. All right, hate to, you know, end the show on injuries and Yankees, but, you know, that combination is just something that has to be done. You could say the Yankees have had some bad luck this spring. This is not what they were going into and what they were wanting. Carlos Rodon and Harrison Bader both out, and Frankie Montas before this thing, this thing even started was hurt too. Where do the Yankees go? Do they just take some cash and throw it at the team or – Kids like Jason Dominguez, Anthony Volpe, do these guys make the team out of spring training? Remember, any player that makes the team out of spring training and wins Rookie of the Year, you get an extra high draft pick in the draft next year. Maybe that's the route that the Yankees end up going. We will see an opening day a few weeks away. That'll do it for our show and the week of shows. Thanks to our great producers, of course. Thanks to uh, LTN, our graphics department, and for Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back with you here on Monday for some more NFL Free Agency. Have a great one. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.